Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. I don't know what I'm doing. My momentum's gone. Nobody cares about live shows. It's all over. No one gives a fuck about comedy in that sense. And I'm like, man, I got to do some content or something. So maybe six or seven months into COVID, I still ain't done shit. Uh, somebody on Twitter was talking about some local shit. Uh, like, is is this part of town technically East Nashville? And it got a lot of, like, people were going back and forth about it. So I'm like, I'm, that's, so I'm, like, I'm going to give my take, but I'm going to do it on video. And that got like 4,000, 5,000 views. And I'm like, damn. Hot breath. What's goody, Hot breath averse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and we are on a mission here at Hot Breath to cultivate the next generation of self-made comics. And a part of how we do that is with this weekly podcast. Every Monday, we're dropping new interviews. We've now done over 400 interviews. So if this is your first time tuning in because of today's guest, you have a whole catalog you can go back and check out with interviews like Cedric the Entertainer and Jeff Foxworthy and Nate Bargatze and Carlos Miller and so many more on the podcast and on our YouTube channel. But I say all that to say, our guest today embodies the self-made comic hustle and he has been able to found, found, found? He's been able to find success, sorry my... Redneck Tourette's was showing there for a second. But this cat has been able to create his own opportunities, create his own success, which is the whole game in comedy nowadays. I've been in the game over 11 years. I've produced my own tours, my own comedy special, this podcast, and so much more. Because comics don't need to wait on anyone else. We don't have to wait on anyone else's approval. We have all the tools at our disposal to start our own opportunities. And our guest today tells you exactly how you can do that regardless of what city you're pursuing comedy in. Hot Breath right now is comedy's best kept secret, but let's change that and you can do that by just sharing this with one person that comes to mind that you think would enjoy this episode. But now let's get into it, as there is only one thing left to do, and that is inhale a hot breath. <sighs> With Josh Black. You out here? Mm -hmm. Check, check. It's happening. You ready for this? Let's do it, baby. This is it. This is it. This is, this is the big break here, my break friend. Through. So, <laughs> so uh, welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I'm your host, comedian Joel Byers. Every week we bring you a new interview, all to help cultivate the next generation of great comics. And our guest today is an OG hot brethren now creating his own success. My man has gone from what, getting kicked out of high school for dealing drugs to Facts. selling textbooks for the low low, yes. flipping them for a sweet lick, Oh yeah. all the way to being a hip hop artist, a firefighter, and now he is just like created his own wave. He's a comic that never really found success in with bookers and his own scene and he's decided to create his own success and we just did a sold out wednesday at zany's here in nashville late show some of you may late show yeah. late show might i add sold out uh some of you know him as joshua ali 
Some of you know him as maybe Joshua Black. That's it, Josh Black. But uh, a lot of you... I was a Muslim once. Yeah, what was the other name? Masa, you went... Yeah, I was was trying to find myself, Joe. You know what I mean? So you find some weird shit, you know, Muslim (laughs) for like three months, and I was like, I'm going Josh Ali. Josh Ali. And it didn't... I was like, I don't want to... I don't do religion anymore. So I'm like, all right. And I ate bacon. I was like, ah, this ain't real. But there was one that um, it was like Mansa. Yeah, I went. I was went. I was reading a lot of books about Black liberation for a minute, and I just got so deep that I wanted an African name. And then my friends were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm not gonna call you Mansa Rashidi." There it was. Man, it was my bad. I appropriated know, I got lost that for name. a minute, man. But I'm back. You know. So I just said Josh Black. Josh Black. Yeah, that way we cover everything. And it all started with a as Joshua Lindsay Lipscomb. Wow. Correct. Wow. Yes, this man is the feds. I got a, I got a deep cut. We've thrown the government out there. This is crazy. The government name. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. One of, one of your boys hooked me up with that last night. Wow. He gave me a little. That's horrible. He's like, he's like, you got any dirt? And then I was like, well, I know he got kicked out of school. <laughs> I know crazy. he was selling textbooks I and all that. I got rats this. in my crew. And then he gave out the middle name and then mm. just like dipped out. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm so excited to have you. Welcome to Hot Breath, my friend. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, man. I know you've been listening. Yeah, man. I know you've yeah. been a fan I'm of a Hot real, Breath. I'm a real nerd for uh, for anything I'm doing. I get balls deep. And pause. Uh, you and you live in Atlanta, so there's no need for pause. <laughs> but no. Oh, so I'm like, man. So anything like that's getting super nerdy into something I'm doing, I'm I'm all in. So when you break shit down and have comics on there dropping jewels, I need that. Well, need that. we need we need your jewels, my friend. Pause again. Yeah. But uh, I don't know why I keep uh, pausing all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, man. But I'm, I'm trying to be cool, man. It's been a minute. I respect a good pause. You know? We'll, 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 yeah, we'll throw a few more pauses in. There'll be I, some balls somewhere. I learned pause from uh, Sharon, uh, the freestyle rapper. Oh. He, he's on Wild and Out, too. But okay. I, I interviewed him, and he taught me pause. Yeah. And then I've been trying to integrate it. It's a good game. But It's a good game. It's homophobic on paper. Yeah, I guess so. But in real life, it's fun. You know what I mean? Only on paper. Yeah, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way because no, I'm no. just like a straight white male. I'm the problem. Yeah, you know what? Really, I'm going to cancel you after this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sick of it already, bro. <laughs> but I, I'm excited for this because, like, you're someone who really didn't get many opportunities. Like, yeah. I mean, you really were just like, well, screw it. I'm just going to start creating it myself. And yeah. that's been my whole game. Yeah. It's just creating your own success, creating your opportunities. But the level you're doing it at, and just, I think as comics, we get caught up in like, oh, but I want to be everyone. I want to be everything to everyone. But like, yeah. you got super strategic and we're just like, I'm in Nashville. I'm from Nashville. Let me create content for Nashville. Yeah, and now I'm dude like la, I'm, dude la, I'm telling you a 9:30 show on a Wednesday, yeah. sold out and like six hyped, in a row hype. You've sold out six in a row. Yeah, all right. So Monthly we, show every month, boom, six in a row. So what? What's the game like? How did you been in comedy like three years, right? Yeah, three and a half years. So how? What? What happened here? Like you were kind of um, grinding. Oh, well, I'm, so I'm 32. Bet. So I started. What is that? What's three minus thirty-two? Thirty-two minus three. What are we doing? Here? Thirty-two minus three. Yeah. Twenty-nine. I started twenty-nine. So I'm already fucking panicking. Like you're starting a career at twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck. So I had this urgency, but comedy doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? It, you can't get good at something. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll. I I did comedy and I was doing the open mics. I'm like, what can I do? Maybe I can add a open mic. So I'm in like. One month in, I'm like, I'm starting to open mic. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that way, the comics will respect me, maybe. I can get better. So I do an open mic at this. I found a bar. Um, that's what I suggest to any new comic. Start an open mic. Boom. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you try to bring heads. I don't know how you do that. I was like promoting it as like an event. It's Wednesday. We had like 50 cent wings at this bar. They had nothing to do with me. They were just selling them. So I put it in. I was like, dude, there's 50 cent wings on Wednesdays, $2 beers. It's a cheap date. Boom. 7 o'clock on a Wednesday still. But I'm like, just come out. I'll bring some of my friends, some people around the city. And then there will be people there. And then as a host, I would try to bring them in. And that got me really good. Like hosting every week. Yes. Because that's the, that's the trenches. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can't just do a set. You have to be the energy of the whole fucking show. Like, it kind of sucks, but it gets you good. So I did that for a while, and the comics were like, you, you got the best mic in town. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. So that meant a lot to me. One, they're taking me serious. Two, the comics are coming. And then sometimes big comics will come to town, and like they would say, hey, you want to do open mic, man, because you got a show on Thursday. Go to Josh's open mic. And I feel like a fucking star then. I'm like, oh, wow. my God, this motherfucker's here. Yeah. And my open mic, this is crazy. I'm giving him like 30 minutes. At the- <laughs> Everybody's waiting and shit. So I'm like, man, and it just felt good. So I'm like, okay, I'll do this. So then I'm like, I need to go to get to Zanies. You know, this is my home club in Nashville, Zanies. And Zanies is kind of like, uh, we don't know you like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, I, you know, people, they knew me enough to like maybe throw me on a show once every few months, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm like, this ain't gonna get it. You know, like, and I wasn't good enough. Just, honestly. yeah, I was about to say, you're yeah. new too. So, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, so I mean, I've been doing it a year now, doing an open mic. Right. But I'm like, bro, I'm 30 now. And I'm like, I can't, I mean, I got to get going. So I'm like, man, how the fuck can I get? And then also some of my peers are getting in the zanies. Uh-huh. So the first thing you start doing is, is start to think, is this some white shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, man, they're not picking me because I'm black. Or like, you know what I mean? It's the ego gets involved. And this is Nashville, so I'm not, I, I, I wouldn't be wrong for be, assuming that with any establishment. <laughs> this is a white ass town. But... But then you'd also see my boy Brad Sativa, who's from Nashville. Yeah. He got his own show here. So that would also kill my ego. Like, damn. And he's a real black. He's not like a weirdo. You know what I mean? It's like shucking and jiving. To get, you know what I mean? So I'm like, damn, they fuck with Brad and he's real. Yeah. So then I'm like, man. But I feel like I'm just like, I'm good as these dudes. But that's, I just kept going. I kept going. And I'm like, man. And then I also noticed a lot of open micers, they kiss ass with the booker. Yeah. That's the game because you want to get in. And there's nothing wrong with that, really. But. Don't forget to speak into the mic, son. Am I not? This is a big. You were kind of. It was kind of waving over here. See, it's that. I just feel so cool. Just, just slang with it. Now, yeah. that's a pause. This right here. Yeah. This is a pause. How I'm holding it. Yet. Now, if I two hand it, <laughs> that's a stop. You know, on the on the recorder, you got pause and. St- yeah, yeah. That's a stop. That's a stop. That's a bro. Skirt. Record skip. Yeah, man. I so, just want to make sure we're catching this game. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So also, okay. I'm like, open micers so kissing up to bookers, and they're, and they're kissing up to the bookers, and I'm like, man, I can't do that. I can't. First of all, I can't even get to the booker because there's so many fucking open micers and everybody's trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I'm like, dude, I can't. Now, it's working. Some of them end up going on stage and I'm like, fuck, man. So I'm like, I'm going to just try to throw my own show. You know, I don't really have a following at all, but I can do a show at an open mic. Maybe I can do my own show. So I book my, find a venue. And I live in Nashville, so every, there's a live venue every fucking where. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone has a stage, every place, and nobody does comedy. So there's a thing called NashvilleStandup.com here, which is where you can go on all the open mics, all the shows in Nashville. So I would go to these venues and say, hey, I'm with NashvilleStandup.com. We have shows all around town. I would like to start an open mic here at your spot. We do this all the time. I would love to do it with you. We do this at this place. And they're like, hmm, we've never done comedy. And mind you, 
on a Wednesday or Thursday night, you're not doing that much business. Right, So right. What's, what do you got to lose? I'm coming in. I'm going to bring you more people. I'm going to tell them to buy some drinks. And t- Most of the time, they're going to be like, hell yeah, as long as it's not insane. Like, as long as you're not fighting or disrespecting the customers or breaking shit, nobody really has a problem with that. So a lot of people try to find, like, how can I start an open mic? Well, just get some balls, go out there, do it. And that's what I did. So anyway, and I did the same thing with the venues. So I found a cool venue that people weren't, like, you know, really using. It was a spot in Germantown in Nashville, and it was popping. But is the open mic, are you getting paid to do this before no. we jump in? No, so no, 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 You're doing it for free. For free. Just, just hosting to get the chops. Just hosting to get the chops and, and to know the comedians and, you know, to also get a little leverage on the open mic scene so I ain't got to wait so long. Yep. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. if I got an open mic, you're going to put me up as soon as I come in the door. So now I'm trying to throw my own show. So I find another venue just like I did with the open mic, and it's a cool little venue in Germantown. And she said... We would love to have comedy because in Nashville they don't we don't they only do music. So I'm saying, hey, I want to do comedy. I work with this great establishment, NashvilleStandup.com. Of course, of course. You have to trust me. This is legit. You know what I mean? I do comedy. They're like, yeah, we'll try it. They charge me like a hundred bucks to rent it out for the night. Yeah, nice spot though, bro. Uh Like maybe a hundred and fifty bucks. So I go there. Boom, I'm in there and. Through Facebook and Instagram ads, which I didn't spend over a hundred dollars on, but but you have to make it. Uh, what I would do in it is I would put a clip of my comedy or somebody else's comedy. It's gonna be on the show. Put it in there. Throw some cool music. Make it under a minute and tell people what it's gonna happen and make it cheap. I was ten dollars, and I, I I market it as like a cheap date. Bring your girl. You and your girl. You spend twenty dollars. It's a nice comedy show at a nice spa- at a nice space in Germantown. So ten dollar cover you did. Yeah, ten dollar cover. Ten dollar cover, and then. At the door is 15. Okay. And you promote in the video, it's like a stand-up clip, and then you have titles of like, it's at this location at this time. I would say in the video, it's a quick 10-second joke from a comedian that hits. You know, a quick one. Boom. Music. This is where it's going to be. Girls laughing. You know, uh, pretty girls. People having a good time. You can find this shit on YouTube. It ain't even got to be your fucking show. Oh, yeah, just like a stock footage. You go to another comedy show. You go to a fucking... Mark Norman's comedy show or something, you take it out of his fucking special, or you know yeah. what I mean, get some people laughing. <laughs> take it out of his, you special. fuck him. You know what I mean, man, scheming. Not not fuck him, Since but I'm saying one. like you gotta like you people need to be so laughed, they need to be sold a good time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. as long as you you know give it to him, it's cool. And Mark Norman wouldn't have no problem with that. Hell, we trying to get it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so you got people laughing. I got pretty girls <laughs> in there, and then eventually, once you throw your own show, you can have your own laughter. Mm-hmm. But when you're first starting. You need to sell a good time. So this is what I'm doing. So I get that. I'll put it in the video. I'll put like $50 on Facebook for like seven days. $50 seven days leading up to the event? Let's say I will start a month for a promotion. A month out. Okay. You might want to start two if you've never done it before. Two months. And that first month, post, 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 post. The comedians are not going to post. Right. You know, we're too cool. And also, it's it's ugly on your page, honestly. And it's (laughs) like, and you know, and also... Who do the comedians know? Like, not like a lot of comedians don't have a big following. So, like, even if we do post it, what the fuck? Who's gonna come? You know what I mean? Ten people max. So, yeah, yeah. You gotta let that go. A lot of times people say, "Mark, the comedians aren't posting. They're not going to." It's I posted jo- and sold two, uh, two for no, this no, no. show though. You did your thing. Oh, okay. you did your thing. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I stopped leaning on comedians right, because right, people right, get right. mad. Why didn't you post? That's not their job. Their job is to come be funny. Exactly. They're not a promoter. You know what I mean? You're the, well, maybe you're not the promoter, but your job, if you're starting like me, you're the promoter, the marketer, the booker, Mm -hmm. and the comedian. So I will start two months out, maybe uh, one month out, and I'm doing these videos. Boom, I'm pushing them, I'm pushing them, I'm pushing them. Maybe two weeks, I'll put them all on Facebook, put them all on Instagram, 
For two weeks, you run one video, I switch it up the next time. The next two two weeks of that month, another video. You push them both for $50. So now you spend $100 that month, you know. And maybe, I would say in that first month, five tickets sold. Hmm. Five tickets sold. Maybe a lot of likes and views on the video, though. So you're losing confidence in it. But you're like, oh, fuck it. I do it again the next month. The same thing. And maybe 25 so I spent maybe 150 in all. But that week leading up to it, let's say the show's on Saturday. Monday, 20 tickets. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, cool. Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, nothing. So now we're at 20, 20, 30 tickets. Friday, I know a few more people got paid maybe. But then Saturday, 60 by like 3 p.m. Are they, most of these are coming from the ads? The ticket sales? The, the ads... And also, me on Instagram, it could be friends. When I'm first starting, I'm texting everybody I know. Right. You know, right hey, man, right, just, right, come, right. you know, come up. But a lot of times they didn't come out. So maybe 10 people I know would come out. But then the ads worked. Instagram ads worked. Facebook ads worked. As long as the video looks like it would be a good time. Something that you would go to if you were not a comedian. Mm-hmm. Don't sell it like you're a comedian. They don't know you. They don't know any of the comedians. You have to sell it like it's a good date or it's a good fun thing to do. Because it's Saturday night, I could be doing anything. It's like an event, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you have to sell it like, hey, this is fun and it's cheap. Bring your girl to this and we're going to get it popping. So you go there. So now Saturday, I got like 60 tickets sold now in all. And I'm like, we got a show at this point. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm satisfied with that. And also, that's 60 times 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so now we winning. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. after the promo, you got to pay the comments, but we're still winning. Then around, you cut it off. Let's say the show starts at 8. You cut it off at 7. We had like 80, 90. In and, this venue, the Germantown. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bet. So now we got 90 people before the show starts. And then the $15 tickets, I was getting maybe 20, 25 of those people who bought it at the door. Mm-hmm. Now we got a show. And I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. So I do that again. I do it again. Then I say, you know what? I'm a, So I do that, and then I start theming the shows. This was just me and my friends. Now I'm going to do a roast battle. Easy to promote, easy to market, because... I can tell you this is why you should come. You might not know the comedians, but we're going to be talking shit. I'm going to call this guy a freak. I'm going to say he's ugly. I'm going to say he's gay and he's straight. You know what I mean? I'm going to just go crazy. People are like, oh, hey, people love a rose battle. You know what I mean? So they're like, I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to do the all-black show. People are all black. I got to support the culture. I'm not racist. I got to go to that. You know what I mean? That's what I, was, I literally say. If you don't come, you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm putting pressure on white folks and black folks. If you're black and you don't come, you're a sellout. If you're white, you don't come, you're racist. But I, you know what I mean? So I just tell them. Then, but also make it fun though, because if it if you come if you do all this shit and then they come to the show and it's four people, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like I bring my girl, she's dressed up with makeup and there's six people in there. She's clowning me. I'm pissed at you and I'll never trust you again. So make sure it's some cool. So after that, and then you film it. Make sure you film it. Take pictures. So now for the next time, you can say these people have been in there. So now uh, I say I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna turn up on them. I feel like I'm getting my confidence. I don't need zanies at this point in my mind. I'm making my own little money. I'm not living off of it, but I'm I'm making a profit. I'm gonna go crazy. I said I'm gonna get me a big comic to come to t- big enough to come down, and then I'm gonna just open for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I say I'm a, so I go on online and I'm I'm looking at everybody on Instagram who has like a hundred thousand or under followers for comedians because that's my wage. I can't go over that. I'm emailing everybody: Mark Norman, Joe List, Sam Morell. Uh, I mean, any comic in that level, yeah, I've emailed yeah. them. I mean, a hundred. I finally found some. You emailed a hundred comics, you think? At least. Oh my gosh! At least. See, that's the invisible work people don't see. 
At least. Because yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, you'll never remember this. And even if you do remember it, I'm I'm a comic out of Nashville saying, hey, can you come here? I'm going to give you X rate of money. Which And also, I had to figure out what the rate was. I had no idea. I've only been doing comedy for a year. I don't know what the fuck, they're, like Sam Rail's getting paid. Right, right, So right. I'm like, I would email some, and they were like, dude, why the hell would we do this? And all I would do is go to their website, contact. Most of their contacts is tied to their direct email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I say, hey, can you uh, do this show? I have this much money. I'm going to pay for your flight and your hotel, you know? And some of them would be like, hell yeah. Actually, some of them said, that's that's way low, but you should try these people, which was real as fuck. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, I don't know. And eventually, I found somebody that could do it, and she was like, I'll bump it up a little bit. It was Bonnie McFarlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bonnie McFarlane came down to Nashville, got her in a five-star hotel, because it's my first time. I've never done it before. It's real sketchy, really. You covered her flight and her hotel and paid her. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. But, but But I figured, I know, so that might not be realistic, but I'm gonna get to it. So I so yeah, I'm gonna get to it because I know people are like I can't fucking do that. Yeah, it ain't worth it. But you built up to this as well, just for yeah. people to know. Yeah, like, so th- so you I got that open from stacking. Mic, then you booked from shows. stacking the money from the other shows, right? Right. Which right, is right. hard when you're fucking struggling. But so I'm not acting like you can do that. Like it's realistic. But maybe you and your boys can. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean, it's, it's something to think about. But anyway, she comes down. I open for her. I'm like, boom! It's my first time doing 20 minutes ever in my life. And I a year it. in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a twenty piece, and I'm and I'm opening for Bonnie McFarlane. So I'm like, so I'm like, dude, I got Bonnie McFarlane's number. I can also say I've opened for Bonnie McFarlane, and I brought her to Nashville. She's never been to Nashville in her life. Mm-hmm. So I came here. So she came. She did her thing at this same venue, um, but I ended up losing at least. Cause, and also, it was easy to market because it's her. I'm not mm-hmm. marketing me. I'm saying Marty McFarlane's coming to Nashville. Yeah, yeah, So it's yeah. easy to market. I'm playing all her clips from her late night shows. I'm playing her, you know what I mean, from all her shit. She got a book. She got this. She got this. So people are, oh, and women are like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So we probably got 130, 150 people in there just off her alone. I still lost 400 bucks. Mm. And I'm like, it ain't, I'm not, I can't pay 400 bucks to open for somebody. But then she got stuck in the elevator. At the hotel? Yeah. She gets stuck in the elevator for hours. So hours. I ended up getting the hotel fee back. So I flattened out. Hey. Yeah, because it was four hundred a night to live in, to stay in Nashville. Dang. Oh yeah. So I I flattened out, but then I realized after that it was fun. She was super cool. She told me if I'm in New York, you know, fuck with me. Even yeah. Though, I don't know how real that is. Maybe real. We'll see. Um, but I was like, it's not worth it. So I went back to the grind of just doing my own shows because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can't keep doing that. But that's the idea. If you and your boys want to get together, you got three hundred. He got three hundred. Get somebody decent, they'll sell the show out, and y'all can all open for them, and you have a new contact, and maybe y'all can all get even. I don't know. So that's something. So anyway, I keep doing that. You, did you book any anybody else, or you no, went you went no. back to the- After uh, that, I said no, nah, because it took so much time. You went back to the mud. Yeah, it took so much time, bro, to like- uh, Oh, it took, we're good. Okay. It took so much time and effort and money to- to make to lose four hundred dollars, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I can't. I literally can't afford that. I can't lose four hundred every month or every other month. It's impossible. So I said, "Nah, we got to get back to the grind of doing my own shows in my own city." So I kept doing it. They kept working, and now I got pictures and videos from all my shows. Even though it was on my iPhone, I didn't have a videographer or nothing. You're I just, building clout, though. Yeah, yeah. So my girls just going around filming people laughing. I said, "Get the hottest girls on camera, and then film everybody laughing. That's all we need." And then picture me on stage. The venue was dope. That's all we need. 
This starts working until I get 70, 80 people, 90 people. I still kept it at 10 bucks. I say, man, this is working so well. I'm going to take this shit to Atlanta. And that's when I hit you. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, when I, I was like, dude, this shit is working. I think I could do this shit out of, because I was recognizing I didn't know anybody in these crowds. And at, at home, I'm like, I don't know any of these people. I don't know. Like, so they come in, they love the show. But I'm like, if I don't know them, I could probably do this shit in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Because it's all Instagram. It's not from, I don't have followers or nothing. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm going to try this shit in Atlanta. So I booked you. I think I booked Marlon Ballard. Mm-hmm. I booked a few other uh, uh, local Atlanta guys. Uh, and I did the same thing. Video, a theme. Not even a theme. I just said it's going to be funny. It's going to be 10 bucks, 15 at the door. We had about 80, 85 people there. It was legit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at a cool little spot. They had a nice little stage in Atlanta, which I just Googled. Venues in Atlanta. It took maybe a whole day. You find 60. Then you find, okay, 40. And then you find what's the prices of all. You email all of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know. What how, are you saying when you're emailing these venues? Like, are you doing the Nashville stand up? I work with Nashville stand up. <laughs> and uh, we throw shows all around town. We're looking out, branching out, and going to Atlanta. <laughs> but now I got like video footage. And then some of them, yeah. are, some of them are saying like, you know, what are your? I need statistics, and I'm like, what the fuck is statistics? I don't fucking know. I gotta go back to Eventbrite and try to count. Maybe it was seven people. So eventually, you find somebody that Atlanta was a little tricky. They were kind of like, I guess, because it's more popping, y'all do more things down there. They were kind of like, man, who are you? And we don't, because I was trying to get a weekend, and they were like, hell no, I can't give you a Friday or Saturday, because I'm like, I'm not going down there on a fucking Wednesday or Thursday. So I got a Sunday spot finally at a cool spot and he was just like yeah we'll try it out and i just lied i was like man i do this all the time i've done it in atlanta over here i just I hope you don't email them because they, they don't know me at all bruh yeah so i finally got there and, <laughs> and i'm like what's <laughs> bruh you gotta make it happen you gotta make one. it happen bro because i'm like bro you just trust me because sometimes people just be scared if, yeah i'm like if you trust me you'll like me but i if i tell you i've never done this before you might be like hell no nah, just trust me so anyway he trusted me we went down there and the tickets went through him and Eventbrite, so he could see them, you know, gathering. And I remember I was at my girl's house, who her parents are from Atlanta, so we stayed there. And he emailed me, he was like, yeah, the tickets are at 75. I was like, it's over. Nice. I was like, I don't know anybody down there. So none of our friends came or nothing. So we got there, we kicked it. I said, oh, this shit, I'm about to take over the country with this shit. Mm. If I can do this in Nashville and Atlanta, I'm about to go to Charlotte, I'm going to Florida, I'm going to fucking, my, we going, I'm going everywhere. So I find, I call Charlotte, I call Chattanooga, I call Memphis. I find venues in all these places. I book them for the rest of the year, for the rest of the month. I'm like, so I'm going to do a black show in Nashville, Atlanta. Every weekend I'm going to different cities and I'm yeah. going to do this show. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I book them, COVID. Mm. We can't do shit. It's all over. And I'm like, damn, son. And, it, and then you remember when it first hit, I'm like, I don't know if it's ever we're going to ever get out of this shit. I don't know. It's over. I, and eventually... I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. My momentum's gone. Nobody cares about live shows. It's all over. No one gives a fuck about comedy in that sense. And I'm like, man, I got to do some content or something. So maybe six or seven months into COVID, I still ain't done shit. Uh, somebody on Twitter was talking about some local shit. Uh, like, is is this part of town technically East Nashville? And it got a lot of, like, people were going back and forth about it. So I'm like, I'm, so I'm, like, I'm going to give my take, but I'm going to do it on video. And that got like, 4,000, 5,000 views. And I'm like, damn, I never had a video go 4,000 views. So I did something else about Nashville and that got like 6,000 views. I did something else about like a gentrified part of Nashville 
because I was first talking to only black Nashville, and I'm like, let me see if I can get the whites. Yeah, yeah. So I did a video about East Nashville. I like how you said the whites. Yeah, like the your whites. voice kind of the whites. You said it kind of. <laughs> you like, got to whisper, man. Like the whites. I can talk to the whites. <laughs> so once I got the whites, facts, and the blacks, it was like I was like it was a click in my brain. Like oh, you can. It's over. So after that, the whole city was kind of like, who the fuck is this dude? And what were the videos like? What was the format? What's the quality? I'm sitting in front of a desk at my apartment, the white wall behind me. So you don't know where I'm at. I have a microphone from Best Buy that was 30, fuck, uh, 30, 40 bucks set in front of me. It was hooked up to my camera, to my iPhone. And I'm just talking for about two minutes and 20 seconds because that's what Twitter allows. Mm. So I just stopped it at 2.20. So I don't have to like, you know, so I put it on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and just people kept sharing it. They were like, dude, this dude is talking about Nashville. Now, I don't know if this works in every city. It may, but I think it may work here because nobody talks about Nashville. It's almost, I compare it to like a, a pretty girl's in the club not getting no love. Mm. And I walked up to her and said, hey, I like that dress, my girl. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I'm a fuck. You know what I mean? Facts. So I think when I started talking to her, and I think people started reacting. So if you in like Omaha, Nebraska, or if you in, uh, you know, Idaho, North Dakota, I think now it could work in Atlanta, Miami, New York, L.A., maybe. I don't see anyone doing it. Yeah, so you know what I mean? It's worth a try. So it's like, it would be like me if I'm in Atlanta. It would be like, look, well, I like your idea of looking on Twitter and seeing what's trending about the area. Yeah, man. And then, I don't know, how did you, I was just, can you, I was, can you I, search I, it? I, no, I was, I was literally scrolling and saw everybody talking about it. It was uh, an accident. Oh, okay. I'm like, hold on. That's insane. Your take is dumb. But I don't, I was like, I can't. Tweet all that. So you you did so a video went, and then posted it on there in that thread. And then no, I posted it by myself. Oh, okay. To add to it, and I I just put, is this out east? Is this East Nashville? And now all of that conversation went to me. Mm-hmm. That whole conversation became it, it was under my video now. Like, oh, I think it is. I think it's not. And also, I had jokes in there. Quick, quick jokes. So you wrote it out first. Oh and my then, god, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, I, wrote, good, good. I, I wrote it out. Oh, definitely, I wouldn't. Well, if you're good at that, I don't know. I'm tactical, so I wrote it all out. All my points, all my points. Videotaped. It was about six minutes, and then chopped it Ooh. to two twenty. So all the, I mean, every little gap, even like all that's gone. Mm-hmm. To chop it all to like a like a machine gun of just jokes, jokes. And people just, they loved it. So I kept doing it, kept doing it. Went to East Nashville and did it. And now it's, I'm still sitting in front of the same desk. And now it's like, damn, 10,000, 15,000. And now not only is it the views, important people in the city are starting to say shit. Like editor-in-chiefs of magazines, people on the news. You know what I mean? It's not getting like millions, but the people that are watching are tastemakers. And they're saying, this dude is crazy. So now the followers are starting to come a little. Yeah, yeah. And now I don't even know these people. I just random verified motherfuckers, and I'm like, I guess I'll follow you because you got the blue check. You know what I mean? <laughs> out of respect, you know what I mean? Just, but I'm like, and they're like, dude, someone so retweeted you. And then like Margot Price retweeted me one time. She's a singer here in Nashville, but she's like popping, popping. And they're like, Margot Price. I'm like, yeah, who the fuck's Margot Price? Right. I'm like, Go check out who the fuck Margot Price. I'm like, what the fuck? So I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, and I just kept leaning into it because it worked. You know, that's another thing too. Go with what works. You might want to do a video about, you might want to do skits, but if this shit's working, go towards that. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, Destiny's doing this, but this shit might work for you. So that's what I did. Cause you know, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm doing the local shit, man. And it starts picking up, picking up, picking up, picking up, picking up, picking up. I'm keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And, it, and I just keep changing subjects. I just keep like, cause it's so much shit local and I'm from here. So it's easy. And it just keeps taking off. My followers keep going up. My views keep going up. And, you know, I get a few articles in magazines, but I took it serious. 
they were like, hey, you can email us back these responses. And it took me three days. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I mean, this is an opportunity. And if anybody reads this, they need to say this motherfucker special. And also, the staff at the magazine, I want y'all to like me and be like, we need to fuck with this dude. So I just took every opportunity serious. And then eventually I reached out to Zanies and said, hey, man, you think I could get a show at Zanies? And they were like, uh, I, you know what? Maybe. Let me ask my boss. Ask the boss. He said, we'll try it. Let's just give him a Wednesday late show. I'm like, fuck, Wednesday? I was like, fuck it. Come on. I was like, I'm hot enough to where I think I can make it work. And when you reached out with like your metrics, like you're like, hey, Not, I'm starting well, to. Well, at this point, by the time I reached out, they, they, couldn't, they knew. They like, knew. Like, it was like, the I was streets like, were talking. They were hot, baby. Ooh-wee. They were sizzling. <laughs> streets were sizzling. And I was like, I wasn't bubbling, but I was sizzling. Facts. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just like. Yeah, and so at this point, it was people like all the comedians in town are saying, "Bruh, why the fuck everybody keeps saying who is Josh Black? Do you know Josh Black?" So all people were hitting their comedian friends like, "Do you know Josh Black?" And it's pissing them off, which I love. And you're just some new cat that just right. came up. Yeah, so at this point, I'm like three years in, and like, what the fuck? You know Josh Black? He's my favorite comedian. So they like, what the fuck? This ugly motherfucker is like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm sure they were hitting the Zanies like, "Yo, who is this guy?" You know what I mean? So they knew, and I was moving around. Um, so eventually they hit me back and said, let's give them a Wednesday and we'll just see. So I did a Josh Black and Friends and, uh, that motherfucker sold out the first show. It was, uh. You just promoted it like you did all the others? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. But now I got a following with that promo skill. You know, so now I know the videos. I know what to do. I know how to promote it. I'm also, you know, I got a month or two to promote it. Mm-hmm. And also like, I got a lot of people wondering if I'm funny. Because you only see me, you know. Yep, exactly. And also, I think it just opened up again. So people were like, I want to get out. Also, which was another kicker, we wasn't full capacity yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I didn't have that far to go to sell out. You know, it was like a sellout was damn near half. But I was like, I, I sold out. You know what I mean? I was like, I sold it out. So anyway, we got that sold out. I just wanted enough people to be there. But I was still nervous because I'm like, dude, I ain't done comedy in a while. I'm fucking headlining a fucking show. What if I'm bomb? If I bomb now, it's the worst bomb ever because they're gonna never come back. And I was like, oh, he's funny online, but I'm not going to show. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the social media dude. Yep. I'm like, oh god. So I was nervous as fuck. Did that. It went great. And did it again. Boom. Josh Black and Friends the next month. A little more capacity, which scared me because I'm like, I don't know if I can fill it up. Boom. Did it again. And now I'm like, man, I want to switch it up a little bit. This could be Josh Black and Friends every month in the same city. You know what I mean? Also, damn near the same set. You know what yeah, I mean? I could yeah. throw. So I'm like, I'm gonna do. My roast battle that I used to do, boom, I hit him with the roast battle. It's full capacity now. Sold that out. Crushed. Probably the best show I've ever had here. That was crazy. Then I brought an all-black show here because I knew how to do it from back in the day. For the whites. That, for, the, for the whites. I, I mean, told, that's for the blacks. That's for the blacks. But if you're white and you don't come. You're racist. Come on, man. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> so now that they, you know, when I was in there, and I made that like a dress-up. So I was like, man, it's, a, it's an all-black affair. Oh, that's good so I was in the tux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. playing, bro. So now I'm in the tux going crazy, dripping on stage, puddles on the stage. So much drip. It was sick, honestly. But the only thing missing was a dab on them. Ooh, dab. You got a nice dab, bro. <laughs> For sure. You got a stiff, you got a stiff dab. Pause. <laughs> Pause. I'm not going to talk about this man stiffy, but so... So then I did the all-women show, and I brought some girls up from Atlanta for that one, yeah, and then yeah. boom, and we had to run it back. So we brought Josh Black and Friends back, which was the last show last night, six-piece. Liddy. Yeah. So that's kind of how we get it popping, baby. And so, then also, you know, other more content. The content, the content kept continuing, but yeah. Yeah, what, let's, uh, at this moment, let, let's kind of go through that checklist as people are listening of like, what are the things 
we need to be promoting a show. I mean, you mentioned, a, well, once start promoting a month out. Yeah, at least. You mentioned about a month out. So, like, now you're going to start promoting next month's Zany show on yep. social media, yep. doing your Facebook ads. Yep. $50 a week, you said? Yeah. And you're just targeting, are you? At this point, I don't have to do that because I'm in my town and I have a following. So as long as I give them content. Mm, and stay top of mind. And we got to get the sponsor videos, which is a thing I found. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get into sponsors. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure that for someone like not at this stage yet, that's. Yeah. So like when they do a show, they want to make sure like 50 bucks promoted it like a month out. Yeah. Have a video or is your first one. Make sure you get a video of it to then promote. Yes. Showing people laughing. Yeah. Put it up as an event. Yeah. That it's like a date night. Also, wherever you're putting the show or wherever you think your your customers or audience will be, go to that on Instagram or Facebook. Go to that zip, that zip code. Zero in on that. And put all the money into that. So if fifty dollars gets you two thousand views, make all those two thousand in this zip code that you think all your people are. Boom. That way you don't spread out two thousand where all these old people are, all these dumb people are, people who don't want to come. Find out where your people are, or you could do the venue. That might be the best place. If the venue is where all your people are, you might want them to just walk over. Put put all the money into that, and then see how that goes. And then maybe switch it, maybe pull out, because it has like a radius, five miles outside of this, three miles outside of this. Maybe do 10 miles outside, do three, but like focus in your bread, because you, it could make sure everybody in that area sees it, and then that that's another key for cool for the ads. But yeah, the ads work, but the video got to be good. And if you're booking good comics, they got videos. That's another thing. You need good comics. Don't yes. book, Yeah, that's key. Yes, dude. That's you want key. people to come back, and if the show yeah. is whack, yeah. The word of mouth is the... Even if you're not that good yet, because I wasn't that good. I mean, I had, like, confidence, which you can get away with a lot of shit on stage with confidence and being black. You know what I mean? It's like, sometimes I was, when I first started, I was confused because I was being in a white room, and I had so much confidence, they were, like, laughing, but it wasn't funny. When I look back, I'm like, that wasn't funny. Right. You just thought because I was black, I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That wasn't funny. You just been like, oh, I don't get it, but he got to be funny because he's, you know what I mean? He's cool. But, so anyway, book good comics, you know? That way, people come and be like. God, what the fuck? Who is that? Like, they need to laugh seriously. Exactly. You don't need to like try to. You can book somebody trash, but throw them in there. If it, you know, I mean, if it's for political reasons or you know they got dirt on you or something, or whatever, you can throw them, <laughs> sprinkle them in, bro. Don't like make them because they can ruin the show, and then people start realizing, what the fuck am I doing here? How far out do you book? Uh, a month. You know, it ain't that deep because Kyle's ready for some work. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you just say, hey, a month out, especially if they're local. You just say, hey, man, I got the show on this day. They'll be like, yeah, I'll, whatever. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, let, let's um, let's keep uh, building on this as we went from like your open mic to yeah. then you're doing showcases to now you're selling out Zanies. And now, yeah, man. What, uh, what I noticed on this one and what I noticed, I bet, you know, I've been, I've been keeping my ear to the streets. I love it. You know, yeah. I see yeah. you out here. I see Sizzle, you out baby. here, young blood. Oh, yeah. And, um, you're starting to incorporate sponsors yep. and you're doing like branded content with these sponsors and you're yep. really like becoming an influencer in this area, yeah. which I think is so important for comics to understand is like, yeah, I mean, go deep. Like you said, if you're in Omaha, just go deep on Billy Bob cigar shop or something, Thanks. you know, like Thanks. wherever you are, create your opportunity because people everywhere like to laugh. Mm -hmm. And we're comics are caught up in like, yeah, do everything for everyone, but nah, get super specific. Yeah. And you can go far with it. So like how how did this whole um 
you're starting to sell out, and now I see you're starting to maybe stack some bread with sponsors or whatnot. What's yeah. what's that next evolution? All right, we're selling out venues consistently. Yeah. Now how do we level up? Yeah, and you are you are spot on with if you're in Omaha, if you're in a small town, beat it in because there's power. There there's a ceiling. There's there's cons to local you know influence, but the the good power is local brands because if I'm a popping most popping comedians who might have a hundred thousand, they're not selling out every venue they go to some shows might be shitty a lot of these comics in new york that are killing they might go to omaha nebraska it might not be that many because mm-hmm. they're such a national thing their fans are sprinkled but the power the power of being local is all your fans are right here so now that is that's marketing dollars for an advertiser because all my people if i tell all these people in this one area to go to this one place that's in this local area like if we got nashville hot chicken spot if i say hey this is my favorite hot chicken spot that means something. I mm-hmm. tell the people to go here. So that's where the power that, so I realized that I've never seen sponsors on a comedy show ever. But I realized, I'm like, dude, hold on. If I'm selling out this shit, if I got this many amount of people coming to this show, it would be a good look if you would sponsor my show. I'll do a video for you that promotes my show and you, not just you. You don't want to sell yourself, but you want to make sure so they can keep the video forever. But it does say come to Zanies on the 22nd or whatever. You know what I mean? It's still mine. So I'll give you this. I'll put your soul. We also give giveaways. So if a, if a sponsor says, hey, uh, they hit, let's say they, they sell shoes. So at the, on stage, in between comics, I'll go up and say, hey, we got a giveaway. What's the craziest? Uh, what, what year did Zanies open? They'll say 78. You win a pair of shoes from the shoeplace.com, whatever. So now, boom. That's booming. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. But mainly because... You have, you have the influence here. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's really the main key. So I got five each show. Five sponsors. Yeah. How are you reaching out to them? What's the? Um, I found. I eventually got a manager. Yeah, I met I met yeah. your gaggle of white women last <laughs> night. Yes. I met one of them, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we're we're his management team." Yeah. And there's yeah. like three white women. I was yeah. like, "Ah, oh, Josh done sold out." <laughs> yeah, no, you done went with the whites. Some, they give me into some spaces that people the, might be scared of. Whites, <laughs> whites. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, and they're just great. But I don't want to. It was still I found the sponsors. <laughs> that that and that's something I think a lot of comics realizes, or they need to realize, and that's something me interviewing managers is like, yeah. Don't get a manager until you have something to manage. Right. So it's not like you were hosting an open mic. Right. And you're like, when, where's my agent? Where's yeah, my manager? Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, no, I'm like popping now. Right. I need, I need somebody someone. to manage my affairs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, that's the way. That's motherfucking 10%. <laughs> so you don't want to get that unless you got to. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? exactly. you don't want so it's a big 10% because yeah. you're on the top. You're paying yeah. that shit at the end of the month. You're like, hold on, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And if you ain't popping or doing something you don't want to get that up you know it's, it might seem like it's nothing but you start getting some breeze like what the fuck so they see you popping and reached out yeah but it was early though yeah they said it's been like a year now yeah, they kind of caught the way they reached out early and i was skeptical which and then they were skeptical which was good for me and they they do music mm, that's all, huh? they do music and they've been in nashville for a while so we want to work with a comedian and at first i'm like what the fuck out of here you're not gonna help me how can you help me your connection and music but then i'm thinking that might be good because maybe you can get me in spaces other comedians aren't in because you have these music connects and all the comedian managers and agents, maybe they, you know, maybe they're over here with this, and that's worked. Empty parking spot. That's exactly. something Jeff Foxworthy said on here. Really, that really stuck out is he's always looking for the empty parking spot. Yes. So yes. where's the empty parking spot? You found so, it. So yeah, so that helped a lot, and they've been great. So what I would do is I would find people that would make sense for me. First, I would look in my followers and see what businesses followed me, 
which is going to be the easiest people. Um, you know what I mean? Who's aware of what's going on, who I don't have to sell that hard. I would reach out to them first. And it was scary at first because I'm like, I'm asking them for X amount of dollars. I'm like, I've never heard this in my life. I've never heard of anybody sponsoring a comedy show. But I'm like, it's got to work, man. And I'm, I'm bubbling. So and you're reaching out with like, I've gone viral here. I've sold out these shows. I said, I've sold out Zanies. I have a monthly residency. I'm going to sell out the next one. Do you want your brand on it? I'm going to do a video for you. You're going to have your logo on the flyer. We're going to do giveaways. We're going to shout you out at the show. Boom. It's And it's cheaper than radio, TV, influencers, and social media. That's where it's at. And it's deep. And for ads. That's like the new ads. You know what I mean? So, And it's quick. It's in your face. And it's also cool. I'm hot right now. Mm -hmm. So I, this means you're cool now. Immediately. So you reach out to the people. And is it just one sponsorship package? Or you have tiers. No. Just one like flat? I don't like people to choose, honestly. Because it's like, yeah. Uh, yes fuck no. that. This is it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You don't go to, well, I guess you do. But if you don't go to the Gucci store and they say you want this, I guess you technically do. But with that, I'm not negotiating. It's do you want in? This is it. And it wasn't cheap. The, the well, I mean, we we can cut it out, but like, what what's I'll the? I'll tell you after. You'll tell me after, because yeah, 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 yeah. I am curious. Because yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm starting to do. I learned that as I was getting back on the road, I was yeah. like, man, I just drove to Florida mm -hmm. for less than I made to drive two miles to my monthly showcase. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, yo, this uh, is not the uh, move, bro. I uh, and I've paid. I've been on the road. Like it's it's a valuable experience for sure. But I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to work smarter. At this point, I make before I get to Zany's. I've made more than I would with the sellout. Yeah, I bet. You know what I mean? I bet. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I'm got a pretty good percentage. I'll tell you that too, but I got a pretty yeah. good percentage here. So I'm like You got that, the leverage though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're the one bringing them in and they're right. killing it with food and drink. Exactly. So I've I you know, so I've now doubled the income just because thinking outside the box. Yeah. That wasn't you can't google that. You have to just think outside of your box. Now, of course it's on another level. You can't do this at the open mic level or whatever, but at all stages just keep thinking. Don't look at like the comedians who are popping and saying, well, you do look at them and see what they're doing, but you also have to look in the present and see what can I do? And also I'm fucking, I want to quit my job. You know what mm. I mean? Respectfully. I, just, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just like, I have a dream. I want to chase it. Yeah, everybody got to respect that. And I'm just like, dude, this ain't going to get it. I mean, this is good, but this ain't, uh, I got to, I want to, I want to add more. So anyway, the sponsor, once, once I got one to commit, I want to know who the first one was. I forgot. Yeah, keep talking. I'm going to adjust this. No, you're good. So I got one sponsor to commit. And once I got them two, I said, oh, this shit is over. And I got four more. So now I got five sponsors, and I did that for each show. And then, of course, you know, when I got these themes, it's kind of easy to do because if I do a roast battle, I had like a boxing. Uh, I had a boxing sponsor. I had uh, – and then for the women's show, I had like a wine sponsor, a yoga sponsor. So you got to get innovative with, uh, you know, the sponsors too. But then also, once you get one or two – Shit, well, they, they'll trust it. Like you know, if I if I have a if I have a local coffee shop, and I see a local pizza parlor sponsored your show, I'm like, oh, well, shit, I'll do it. That you know what I mean? It's validated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got yeah. credibility now, so it's like, damn, I'll do that. And I'm still cooking. I'm still cooking up that content too. Mm -hmm. You know, so it and it it's good shit. And then I've also done sponsored content that's just outside of the show. So people, hey, I want you to do this for me. I want you to you know, and that price is you know high. Or you know, because it's just for social media. So, so you, you'll you'll then get paid now to do branded content for just like a local business, right? Just like a funny skit. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying for that local shit. Like it's good because <sighs> this isn't Instagram. Don't see a dime of that. YouTube don't see a dime of that. That's me talking to them, and I'm gonna post a video. They're gonna pay me to post this video. Boom. 
and you just do it with integrity and so you can sleep at night. You know what I mean? Don't do nothing crazy. It didn't do nothing that don't make no sense. Because I've had some people come to me with some sponsorships like this one clothing company was cool. It was like, I want to sponsor the show. And they said, we want to sponsor you for the rest of the year right now. I'm like, Jesus, that's 12 times this fee right here. But every item of clothing has the American flag on it. And I said, I can't fuck with that. That's yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good though. I just, it's good to realize that. Yeah, I was like, bro, I just can't. Uh, not but, those whites. No, nah, not no. Hell no, bro. Like the Confederate. <laughs> that's like the new Confederate flag to me right now. You gotta, <laughs> I gotta rebrand that. You know what I mean? If you rebrand the American flag, I may holler at you. But right now, <laughs> it feels crazy. So, um, and but then and then I had a clothing sponsor who didn't have any money at all, but I loved his clothes, so I went with him. He didn't have any bread at all, but he gave me a lot of clothes. He reached out to you. Or you I, reached out to him? I reached out to both of them at the same time. One guy said, I can sponsor you for the rest of the year, but his shit was trash and had American flags on it. And then this guy had just the dopest Nashville clothing, but he didn't have any money because he was a startup. It was a local, yeah, local yeah, clothing. Yeah, but he was okay. like, bro, he didn't even have a store. He was in a few stores or something. He's like, I don't have any money, but I can throw you these clothes, these toasts, these car. I'm like, dude, I like how he felt. I like his vibe. He paints murals and shit. He was just a cool motherfucker. I'm like, dude, I'm rocking with you. So he didn't give me no bread. He just kind of sponsored me with clothing and the relationship. And then we had the giveaways and shit. And I just worked with that. So sometimes it's not even about the money. It's kind of about the relationship and what makes the brand, what makes sense for the brand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hate to say brand like that, but it is what it is. It's business. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Everybody else is paying. But I just love dude and he didn't have it. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Come on. Was he black? No, actually. What? He had black hair. Oh, okay. white guy, black hair. You know oh, what I mean? I just assumed it's for the culture. You know, if you're like, man, we got to get these whites, yeah. I'll help you out. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. But no, nah, nah, he was white. He was white. I was like, nah, man, come on, man. He's a cool dude. I liked him a lot. And his clothes were fucking fire. Oh, yeah. Okay, dope. And then also, every time I get a spot, I, I lace the bookers down here at Zanies. So I make sure that every time I get giveaways, I'm like, I need extra for the bookers. Mm. I get the bookers every. So I got five sponsors, no matter what the fuck it is. I done had like. CBD sponsors, uh, clothes sponsors, law firms, all kind of random shit. And I just laced the bookers down because you got to make sure your people are straight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Your plug, you got to make sure your plug is good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. might even throw in some weed. You know what I mean? You never know, allegedly. Oh, oh word? Yeah, yeah, I mean, just whatever. Just make sure they straight. Is it legal here? No, I'm okay. far I from s- it. I saw a, a billboard that said dispensary, and I was like, it's probably what? CBD. Probably CBD yeah, dispensary. That's yeah, how they yeah, frame yeah. it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was my billboard, actually. Yeah, the yeah. Delta 8 and whatever. You're <laughs> yeah, like, right. Delta right. 8. Right, right. I don't right, trust right. that at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, a, I, I don't trust. I look like the narc. I look mm-hmm. like, a, is, is weed legal here? And I'm like holding my wire close <laughs> yeah. to you. Is it weed? Yeah. You just send this to the feds? This ain't even a podcast. <laughs> send this right to the feds. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but yeah, man. So when you reach out to the sponsors, you're what are the what are the things you have in the email, uh, like specifically? I got a whole uh, flyer, which my manager did help me with the with the graphic. It's just a just a flyer. Mm-hmm. It has a picture of me with my my flyer for the show in it. it. Says sold out on it, and then it has maybe eight bullets, which is what you get. Uh, which is logo on the flyer. Social media content is uh, category exclusive, meaning if I have a donut shop sponsor me, I'm not going to have another donut shop sponsor me. Uh-huh. It's just you're going to be the only donut shop. Um, giveaways and a table at the show for, you know, you and whoever coming with you. And that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, but that's a lot. Because view- I'm going to get some views. I'm going to get your brand out there. And, you know, the show's going to be sold out. So it's a good look. And the table had... Um- 
in the table you had like a sheet with all the comics on it yes. and all the sponsors on yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I learned that in the last three shows because I'm like, I want people to leave. Once, once I start, I brought the Atlanta girls up. I brought like four girls up from Atlanta. I'm like, I want them to leave with a good experience, some money, and I want the followers. I want people to like, if I got hundreds of people in here, It'd be great if you had hundreds more followers. Like, mm -hmm. how crazy would that be? You go back to the car, you're like, what the fuck? I got paid. I ate good. I was drinking good. And I woke up with all these followers. So I would tell people at the beginning of my show, make sure you follow them right now. I would, like, literally say, hey, I don't pull your phone out right now. I'm like, I was making a thing as the host. Follow them literally right now. Everybody do that. And it would work to a degree. But I would still, I would ask the comics afterward. They'd be like, oh, I, got a, I got, like, five. I got, like, six. So I'm like, okay. So I was like, it'll be better if I had the face. Cause, and also after the shows, people would say, who's that comic? Like, who's that tall white guy? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, his name yeah. was Joel or something. So instead of telling them on my Instagram, I just put a flyer. And also, it's my email list. So if you, I if you the scan email, the, yeah, I saw the email yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I signed up. That's what I'm talking real about, baby. Is real. Yeah, so you scan the QR code. It's my email list. On the other side of that is the faces of all the comics on the show. Mm -hmm. And then their Instagram handle and their Twitter handle, whatever. So now... After that show with the girls, they were like, oh, shit, it was. And so that worked. And I would still tell them, make sure you follow, make sure you follow, but I don't have to spell it out. Hey, it's L-U-H-R, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, you just go straight to it. There it is right there. And it worked. Yeah, and everyone you were reposting in your stories, I've been, yeah. like, DMing. Nice. Like, thanking them for coming out. That's too. beautiful, bro. Yeah, Crucial. yeah. Crucial. Trying to go deep with it. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that. So, yeah, that's it, man. And that's that's the game. And it's uh, and also, it, shit, is, it's hard, though. Yeah, like I ain't gonna cap like it's just, and I'm not even popping like that. I'm still in Nashville, and there's I, I want to talk about like the cap to that, which I'm trying to kind of go from talking to Nashville to representing Nashville. That's my next goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, talking to him is cool, it's working, but I need that Doc Martin sponsorship. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I, and I, I also want to get the hell up out of here and start talking. To people start touring and getting some bread, bread. You know, um, but that shit is exhausting, bro. Because I got to show every month. And you gotta find the sponsors. You gotta do the videos. They gotta make sense. That's the hardest part. Like coming up with the fucking that shit is hard. It's harder than actually filming it. Coming up with it and making sense of it. You know what I mean? So That's it, marketing, but also entertaining. So like, now because yeah. now I'm a promoter, a marketer, and a comic. And so I have two jobs. I'm not just a comic. You're promoting. And then I almost got overwhelmed. So I had to take a break last month because I'm like, I can't at this point. If I do a show every month, I'm always promoting. Which is in, I can't, I was like, I can't, this is killing me. So I took a break last month, because I'm like, I can't continue to promote every fucking day. It was killing me. So it is kind of tough. And I'm looking for ways to have somebody else do it. But What then, are the managers doing? They're not promoters, though. Right, but you know like, I mean? what have they helped you with? Yeah, They helped me with getting places, uh, managing my time. You have an interview here. If somebody says, hey, I want you on my podcast. I need you over here. I want you over here. Go to my manager. Also, they helped me raise my price up. That way, I don't have to say the awkward, uh, it's going to be this much. They'll say it. You got to respect that, and, you, and I don't even got to do anything. That's mm. that's key. They also have connections to different – they've had me – connected me to different people for different venues, different spots. Um, they just kind of help tighten me up a little bit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. promotion, that's like a – that's a whole other skill set. That's like a what a promoter does. And mm -hmm. I don't even know if the promoter's real anymore. They used to be a thing. I don't know if you have promoters for shows. Is that a still a thing? I mean, in, in Atlanta, there's a guy named Mari Sims. Yeah, he who, promotes shows. Oh, dude, that's all he does. He, he at this point, he runs one like every night of the week, and he really? oh, and they're all sold out. Yeah, he's see he's that's legit. Yeah, but that's all he does. He's right. not a comic. Exactly. He just promotes shows, and it's just probably expensive too. 
and that's why that's why you were like mentioned earlier of like maybe get with a few other comics and produce something because it is a lot of work that shit is heavy bro but like i said it pays it pays it pays off because you know we sold the shows out you know and also i'm like who can i pass this to because i my promotions are funny so promoters are like you said aren't comedians. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to just be make sure you come out. I just like I'm like it's gonna be corny if I give it to somebody else too. But you just may be the creative mind and someone else puts it out there. You know, you could but have someone that part, shares though. it and all of that. You know. Yeah, but see, I don't hit them with a lot of shares. I use my sponsorships to promote, as opposed to boom, boom, boom. It's like, hey, I have a sponsorship this month, but that sponsorship is gonna give me credibility as a comedian. They're gonna be like, oh damn, if this business fucks with them. I gotta be there. I've noticed that too. Cause people be like, I might come. When you get those sponsors, they'll be like, damn, this dude is legit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, damn, Nike fucks with him. It's, you know what I mean? It's yeah, weird yeah. how that happens. But you get sponsorships, people be like, oh, damn, I gotta go. And it might be their favorite coffee spot. It's like, damn, I love this shoe spot. They're sponsoring him. Hey, I gotta go. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of helps with promotion. Um, and then, you know, like I said, just funny comment. And then having a good rep works you know if you like you come to the show last night you coming to the next one like i low-key gave out like 20 free tickets to this one just to test it out because people were like man i want to come and they wasn't hitting it was a lot of people on my followers just say man i was like man if you i think if you if you tag a friend in this post you can win a chance to win free tickets oh. i gave like 20 of them free tickets and they all came and i feel like now i gave them two free tickets i don't know if they brought somebody with them but now i feel like now i got them for next time so i was like if you tell them we you throw somebody some good weed for free I'm like, oh yeah, this is. This oh, Are you still the plug around here too? <laughs> no, not at all. Good not man. at all. But I just feel like you know, what I mean, if you got it, you got product for free that's fire. Yeah, yeah. You're like, man, I gotta come back. Let but me this, hold something. Yeah, I wish I had it, bro. I can't God. even fucking. I got this fucking job. I can't even smoke. <laughs> Sucks, bro. Being a fireman. Yeah, man. You can't hit that fire. Yeah, being a fireman. Exactly, bro. Dang. Put that fire out. Ooh, that's Zaza. That guy, guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. I ain't smoked in four. I ain't smoked since I done comedy. In four years? Mm-hmm. Oh, you just talk it up. Like, you still... I just assumed you just... I love weed. I just can't... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like Beyonce. I love Beyonce. You just can't smash. Oh, okay. Can't do nothing. You know what you do. <laughs> Game's out of your control, bro. <sighs> so, you know, if I get out of here, if I get out of that job, work off this, maybe I can blow one. You ever that... done comedy high? Nah. Really? You trying to put me on blast out here. <laughs> I was talking about now, cocaine, though. Oh, no. I mean, have you ever done comedy high? No. I have bombed high. Oh. Back in the early days, yeah, though, like yeah. when I, because I mean, I used to do these hood rooms in Ooh. Atlanta, dude. I was, had to blow them before I, that. I was white boy Joel. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we're at a place called Cloud Nine. Yeah. Of course, the flyer said nine. It starts like 11. Oh, yeah. I'm there at 830. Like, here we go. <laughs> you know, all that. So I'm just standing outside, just talking to people, chopping it up. Yeah, and then yeah. they just, then they just started oh, smoking. Oh, you look up, you high as fuck. So I was just like, yeah. I guess I will. You yeah. know, I was like super new to comedy. Ooh. And then I was. Yeah, and then I yeah. bombed and was I like, I figured that'd be too much. No, dude. Because we're already in our no. head too much. And yeah. then you get that weed in there. Because even if it goes well, like, I've only even performed, like, I don't even drink now, but yeah. like, when I, w- I would do like a show to brewer and maybe have a beer or two and be a little buzzed. Yeah. And then like go up and like have a good set. And then yeah. I'd be like, oh, but that was just the beer. Like, mm. it would kind of take away That's the real. credibility of the, That's the true. set. And then, so, and then also, I would miss. Sometimes I drink and, you know, go on all the time. But I realized when I did it sober, when I was drinking, I missed some things. Mm-hmm. I miss, yeah. Uh, first of all, I curse a little too much off the drink for some reason. A lot of MFers fly. Um, and then also, I just like, I, and also, I'm like, I killed. 
Mm. And I hear it back, I'm like, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was trash, bro. I thought I was up there going crazy. Exactly. That was deplorable. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay, that's 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 wild. Yeah, I, yeah, I always, like, when comics ask about, like, drinking or smoking before a show, I'm like, I uh, never tell a comic, like, do or don't do this. It's yeah. like, it's your journey, whatever, but, like, I've seen it go south for a lot of people. Yeah. It becomes a crutch, and then a, You got to watch that, too. Yep. The good old gateway. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did we did we miss anything on the? I think on, that was. I think we hit it, man. We got hopes we got some gems for him. I feel like we hit a lot there. We took yeah. it all the way from like starting an open mic, building that up, yeah. and then building a showcase, yeah, and man. then now like building Dude. a following. And it's just, it's just, it's real. I got, clearly, you don't know me. You don't know me. Like, how the fuck is this dude talking with all his confidence, doing all this shit in this city I've never been to? But it's, it lets you know it's real. Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with this man talking about it, telling you this game, and in one month, not every month at all. I had a goal, and this is probably doing too much, but I'm gonna just say it just for somebody who's broke as fuck doing comedy, trying to make it. I made ten racks in one month off of comedy alone, and I—I I mean, this wasn't like one show. Some comics might be watching, like, bro, I made that in thirty minutes. But for a motherfucker who came from an open mic last year, yeah, ten k in a month. I worked my ass off. But I'm like, I was like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get like seven k this month. And I just did, I went crazy. Sponsorships here, doing this, doing the collab here. And I was like, oh fuck. So I'm just, it's, it shit is real. So what it, what it all, what built up to that? Like ten k was it? It was sponsorships and ticket sales. It was, it was the, it was the Zany show, the Zany sponsorship. I also was like, I just want to make more. I like, I reached out to local businesses about doing some of my normal content that I do in front of the desk. But y'all can sponsor that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all can sponsor that. This is guaranteed to hit this many views. I'm not even going to talk about your business, really. I can for extra whatever, but I'm going to talk about what I normally talk about, random shit, but I'm going to have your shirt on. It's like brought to you by. Yeah. Did you give him a title card or anything? Not like really. a logo? Just... Oh, yeah, no, logos everywhere. Yeah. So logos in the corner. I have the shirt on. The gear is there. I might be eating the pizza of this place. It's just your logos all over, and I'm going to do... 10k here i'm gonna do 10k views here i'm gonna do 20k views here i might even push it on like with an ad or something it's gonna get 50,000 views so you're paying me for 50,000 views on something cool people are doing that then i doubled up i'm like i'm gonna do two in one video so i did like i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this one in the same video and i'm gonna do that all month and i'm gonna give you a package deal for this and i did that the whole month and that was something and then I had a few other shows that month that just kind of happened to luck up and just throw me in you know they're paying a decent amount and yeah. yeah. So what what would you say? What would your advice be for me? I'm in Atlanta. Yes. Um, right now I'm hosting a show. I'm looking for empty parking spots in terms of. Yeah. I'm hosting a show outside of the city. Where is it at? It's a, it's Tucker, Georgia. It's at a brewery. It's like a small town. Is that north. Where is that? What part? North. Okay. A little north. North of Marietta. Uh, it's on the other side, north of Decatur. Okay. Okay. So it's right outside the city. It's an up and coming city. Yeah. And it, it's like a brewery that's right downtown. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm just looking for empty parking spots basically like where yeah. there isn't comedy you know yeah. so like what do you think about but i i think i think there is an empty parking spot with becoming like the atlanta comedian though i don't think anyone's creating original content for atlanta yeah so like if you were in atlanta knowing what you know now like yeah. what would be your moves to start kind of replicating what you've done here in nashville know it which you probably do know it what are what do people see? I feel like videos about Atlantic Station, tourists, gays, 
be careful. Now pause. Yeah, pause that. Pause <laughs> yeah, like you gotta that. You get me canceled before I even start, yeah, man. But if they <laughs> but if you do it and they fuck with you, like if they like this motherfucker crazy. I mean, like they got money and every like you yeah, know, like, gay so people are popping. If you oh not not even that, I'm saying like if you do some content about gay Atlanta or your perspective on seeing gay Atlanta and it's actually funny and not extra and disrespectful. People like gay might be like, oh, this motherfucker crazy. You you seen this video? Now all the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you want to get content that everyone in Atlanta will show to their friends. It's not about you because they like my videos because it ain't got shit. They like East Nashville, right? So I give them East. It's fuck me. They want to send this to somebody like, bro, he was just talking about East Nashville. Look at this East Nashville shit. So give them something outside of you that somebody in Atlanta would be in the wake up in the bed and share with their boyfriend. You know what I mean? Or give them something that they would share with somebody else. What would you share with your girl? You know what I mean? If it was Atlanta, if you go in Atlanta, what would somebody share? Like, what would somebody say to their mom, their kid? You know, so that's what you want to aim for. What's, okay. what's their, what are they going to share exactly? And y'all got so many things. So that's what I would do. I would go Atlantic Station. I would go your perspective on how many black people down there. Because Atlanta's specific. They got a lot of gay, a lot of black, a lot of business, a lot of money, a lot of celebrities, a lot of fake celebrities. Do all of that. Mm-hmm. I would aim at that. I also aim at celebrities, because if you do, because I've learned that here, a, a few local celebrities, I aimed at, and just did a whole video on them, just like making fun of them, or just both respectful for sure. Like uh, we had a, a big black church here on um, Mount Zion, and I did a video on it, just a whole video about it's the biggest black church, and I'm like, yo, and I talked about the whole culture of it, like how the ushers are real serious, they're like trying to straighten you up, I'm like, dude, I'm 32, like chill, like you know what I mean. And then I did another one where I was saying, um. Uh, fuck, what was it? I was like, oh, some of y'all come in there smelling like the loud. He says, come as you are, but that's not, you know, you can't do it like that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That, and the pastor posted it, and it went crazy. Whoa. The pastor was like, this is so, because in his, in like, in his perspective, which I didn't realize, I was, that's almost like good PR for him, because I'm a regular dude in a hat talking, like, about church, not in a, let's come to church. I'm just talking about the culture of it, how fun it is, how crazy it is. And I think he appreciated that perspective. And also, it makes other people like my age like, damn, I got it's it's good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I did the same thing with a with a Nashville mayor, with a May, uh, May, Megan Barry, the white lady. Yeah, you interviewed her too on yeah. your YouTube. So I did a video about her because she got kicked out of office for having an affair, some bullshit. So it was a big thing. She was the first woman mayor, and then got kicked out for having an affair with somebody. It was wild. So, but she would just disappear. So I did a whole video on where the fuck is she at? You know what I mean? And then she posted that. And then reached out to me, and then we did an interview, and that took me out of there. Dang. And I also seen another dude from here do a video, and I saw Will Smith post his shit, and he went from 5,000 in 24 hours. I literally watched the whole shit. From 5,000 to 124,000. Dude named DJ Pryor. Is this the cat that... Talked to the baby. Wanted to work with Will Will Smith, and then he just created the video instead of pitching it? No, no, no. This dude, he went viral for talking to a baby. You remember? Oh, the baby okay. was like, goo goo ga ga. He was like, I know, that's what I'm saying. The baby was like, goo goo ga ga ga. And he oh. was like, hell yeah, bro. He was just talking to the baby. Anyway, Will Smith posted that and gave him 130 followers, 130,000 yeah. followers in 24 hours. So what that showed me was there's power in people who already got following. Mm-hmm. Because when Megan Berry posted me, when that bishop, when the pastor posted me, and when Will Smith posted him, the numbers went up. So with Atlanta with a lot of celebrities, you might want to add, you might, you aim at them, do something about that, or just them in Atlanta and some have them post it because they like, because people love themselves. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It makes them look good. Especially. Exactly. It's like, man, look at these comedians talking about me because I'm, I'm that one. You know what I mean? And it's funny. Boom. And they're going to tag you. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. Okay, bet. So it's some of that. Yeah, that's what I would do probably. Aim at celebrities. Aim at the town. You know, people here. And I just I just do with the people. Like, this, we hate, we got a, we're a big tourist town. And, of course, the locals hate the tourists. We got pedal taverns. We got bachelorettes. So that's, you aim at whatever the fuck the, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we have, we have potholes. There you go. You know, people talk about potholes yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got, it's things. a lot of culture down there. Yeah, A yeah. lot of culture. That's why it seemed like an empty parking spot when I saw what you were doing here. I was like, man, no one's really doing that in Atlanta. Like, yeah. I, there's one comic who made like a couple funny songs about like yeah. different parts of the city. Right. But like no one just like talking to the camera, being funny about it. Dude, I would try it. All right. And yeah, it's, yeah. Now you never know. This could be it could be specifically Nashville, and it might not be. Because most comedians, the normal route is just to talk about something and go viral nationally, but I'm trying to just grow organically out of this shit. So maybe yeah. Yeah, I and that's that. your foundation, you know? And word of mouth is the the wave, that's you know. Key. That's key. that organic you word get of so mouth. So much fucking leverage, dude. Oh. You know what I mean? The leverage is crucial. You talk about you want to get everywhere, but I mean hitting ten racks a month. I was like, you know, I I'll take that. Oh uh, well, not a month. I mean just one month. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't like that. So all the Jack boys, no need to do that. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. but and and I was tired as fuck, and I said, hell no, some of that shit. And then there was the other part of that. Then some of the sponsors were like, yo, I don't like you talking about Jesus in that way. So there's some things, of course. Yeah, I mean, more so, money, more problems. Yeah, there's some things. But I'm just saying, there gets to a point where it's like, yeah, I can get it. You know what I mean? I can I can make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. say that because I just doing open mics last year, and I've only been doing this four years. So a lot of y'all motherfuckers been doing longer than me. You might be funnier. Just get that shit popping. Yep. Create your own success. That's why you're on here, man. That's yeah, man. This whole platform is to help comics create their own success. Well, it's out here. We're not, this ain't the 80s, ain't the 90s, ain't the 2010s and all that, bro. We can do whatever the fuck we want. And you you don't need anybody, really. Mm-hmm. You just need to be funny. That's the key, I guess. We got to keep it. You need to be funny. And I took a break last month, too, to start writing because I'm like, all this content, all these shows, all that shit is good, but you got to, I got to write again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah, the yeah, kick yeah. of trying to find some stuff. But you need to be funny, be innovative. And then just get it in, get people, and then just yeah, make that shit work. And then you know, you just do skits, you just do whatever the fuck, and then just make it work. You know, you'll yeah. find something. Yeah, and, and to, then whatever hits, you double down on it, beat it in. Because I think I think a lot of people, especially listening to this, are gonna leave super motivated and be like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and then maybe try two things, and yeah. then be like, ah, never mind. Good point. Yeah, you're gonna do it, and your video is probably gonna do 50 views, maybe 330 views, and that's only because. The algorithm don't want people to see it. It's not because it ain't good. You know what I mean? The algorithm, you're not used to doing numbers. So it's going to take a minute to climb off in there. Also, it's a book called uh, 100, A Million Followers in a Month or something. You should get that for sure. And everybody watching should get that. I only read half of it. And I think, I mean, I read half of it. <laughs> Sounds then I was, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I skimmed it and I was like, yeah, this is good. So I read half of it. Then I had ADD and went to something else and had to read this. and then, But there was some gems in there. And oh, it, really? it, it taught me some stuff that got me at least four more thousand followers naturally. Just some some little gems that was just like, yeah, oh fuck. I didn't never think of doing that. And Bill, I'll tell you that off air. Oh bet. But yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. but if y'all read it, you'll see it. It ain't no secret, but yeah. Okay. Well yeah, I may listen to that. I may download that on the way home. You should, bro. I'm heading back to the A. A million a million followers in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Course. camera just died. I think we, Dang, I think we got it, yeah, though. We, we good. Yeah. We got it. So what's uh, just go ahead and promote what all is, um, well, how the people can follow oh, okay, you yeah, yeah. and all that so they can keep up with the waves. So find your boy is Sir Joshua Black on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hit me on YouTube, Joshua Black. 
And that's just it, man. Catch the wave. And you're posting on all social TikTok, YouTube. You're oh yeah, everywhere. yeah, yeah. I post. I, I went viral on TikTok for a while, then I stopped, and then continued, and then they didn't fuck with me anymore. Mm. The algorithm didn't. And then me. you but were I, like, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> it was too easy anyway. When it was that easy, I'm like, man, this shit. But I, I mean, TikTok is great. The algorithm is very friendly. So I would. That's another thing comedians need to do: get on TikTok mm -hmm. immediately. Bet. Because they they fucking with comedians. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, yeah. Appreciate uh, appreciate your time. This is beautiful, bro. Mr. Glad Black. We did it. I'm glad yeah. we made it happen. This is beautiful. My man. All right. A fun side note of this episode is actually the week after we recorded, Josh recorded a Karen confronting him about breaking into cars. The whole video goes viral. It's hilarious and sad at the same time. The funny part is how Josh is like roasting her to her face. The sad part is the reality that he was getting stereotyped and the person actually breaking into cars was some white boy. But these honkies, you know how they be. But all of Josh's success did not come without a lot of hard work and consistency. And now you have the blueprint to how you can do it in your own city, in your own scene. So you're not alone in this comedy journey. We have a free Facebook group where we do a daily joke writing contest. We have classes and workshops as well if you want to level up your writing and performing game. All of that is linked in the description of this episode. But all I ask, if you found this episode helpful, inspiring, educational, just share it with one person that comes to mind. Right now we're comedy's best kept secret, but you sharing it with one comedian, one comedy fan, one fan of Josh who you don't think has heard this episode really goes a long way. So I appreciate all of you for joining in. Welcome to the Hot Breath of Versus. This is your first time. And we'll see you on Monday right here on Hot Breath. <sighs> <sighs>This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.